0: Welcome to another episode of the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. I'm Pamela and I breed British Shorthairs in Perth, Western Australia. I have a real passion for cat breeding and exhibiting and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you. I'm on a mission to help new cat breeders go from feeling intimidated, confused and having trouble getting started, to confidently breeding happy and healthy cats whilst enjoying this amazing hobby. Before we get started, make sure you visit my website and download your copy of my helpful guide, Advice to New Breeders, where experienced breeders share some great tips they wish someone told them when they started breeding. You can find the link on my homepage at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com. Just look for the picture of Angelica with her kittens. It's a really common topic that comes up whenever we start talking about stud cats and I talk about stud cats a lot because over the years I've become a bit of an expert in them. I've had lots of them myself and I've loved all of them. They are, I really am passionate about stud cats. Um, I have had lots of them because I've been breeding different colours and I've needed to keep more boys because... You know, I'm, I've am i been doing it myself for a long time and I needed to, I wasn't able to go and use other people's boys or get other boys from other people. I just had to do it all myself and I had a lot of stud cats, so... Over the time that I've owned them, I have learned a hell of a lot about them. And that information is something that I'm really happy to share with people. A discussion that we have a lot is, you know, how why is my stud cut not working? When should my stud cat be working? What's going on and what should I be looking for and what's normal? And a lot of the time for new breeders, it's really about you don't know what you don't know. And we tend to have a couple of girls, but we tend to only have one stud cat. And so how he behaves, we don't really have anything to go by. We don't have any other cats to judge him by. With the girls, if one, if you've got three girls and two of them start calling and one doesn't, you know that the one that doesn't is doing things a little bit differently. But when you just have one stud cat, you don't have anything to compare him to. And it can be really confusing and a really daunting and a bit stressful not to know what's going on with him. But there's something that you might not realise and that is that all cats are different and breeds are different as well and different breeds will mature earlier than other breeds. Now some of the breeds that tend to mature earlier are breeds such as the foreign breeds and we're talking about things like Siamese, Oriental, Abyssinians, um, probably your Burmese as well. Cats... um, those sort of breeds of cats all tend to start calling early. And they're also the types of cats that are not necessarily seasonal breeders. So uh, my cats, British Shorthairs, they don't breed over winter. Whereas the Siamese and Orientals, Burmese, cats that are related to Burmese like Bermilla and Mandalays, um and Asians they will they will tend to um, come in they will tend to start working earlier they'll be they're a little bit more hormonally charged than the other breeds is what I like to think and they will start um, thinking about girls and being interested in girls and being able to actually make girls a lot earlier than some of the other breeds Um, and this can be pretty early so you need to be ready as well you can't be letting these cats you can't be letting your boy cats just hang out with your girl cats just because you think that they're not old enough because the the way you will find out that they are actually working is because everyone will be pregnant and that's not necessarily what you want. So um, those types of breeds will mature a little bit earlier. On the other end of the scale, you have the bigger breeds, the... Um, I like to think it's some more beefy breeds that tend to be this way. You've got your British short hairs, you've got your Maine coons, you've got your Persians, you've got um, just the bigger cats, maybe even cats like your Siberians and your, your um, forest cats. You've got cats that are just a little bit, they take a bit longer to mature. Now, you can also be lulled into a false sense of security by that. You might think, well, these cats are slow maturing, so therefore I'm going to be okay having my boy cats hang around with my girl cats for a bit longer. No, they can still start working quite early. That's just a risk you never want to take, let me tell you. But they will tend to work a little bit later than some of your other breeds. So you could expect a Burmese male, for example, to be working quite early And you could expect a British shorthair male to be working quite late. Um, I have a boy that has um, had a whole season without actually being able to work out what to do. So we'll see whether or not he works it out next season. And that's the thing as well. My cat's a seasonal being British shorthair. So he gets the winter off and then he gets to try again for spring. So we'll see how he goes with that. But that can be the thing, that different breeds can tend to work differently to other breeds um, and don't um, judge your cats based on other people's cats because their cats might be maturing a lot earlier than you because of the breed of cat that they are. And when it really comes down to it, all you need to do is be patient um, and accepting that your boy is an individual and he is going to do things when he wants to do things in the way that he wants to do things and you're just going to have to learn to be patient with them because they are very special and they do make a huge contribution to your breeding Uh, when you think about it, if you did have those three girls, each one of those girls can have a litter, yes, but he's going to be the one that gets all three of them pregnant. So when it comes to keeping kittens for the next generation, you're going to have a lot more of him in there than you are of each individual girl. So your boys can make a massive contribution to your breeding program and we need to be, you know, um, we need to treat them as the special cats that they are. All cats are special, but I just think that stud cats don't necessarily have the, the same sort of lifestyle that we would give to our other breeding cats and they certainly don't have the same lifestyle that we give to our pet cats so because of that they have a bit of i have a bit of a soft spot for them and i always want to make sure that they get the very best of care So that's a little tip for you, a little bit of information for you. If you're worried about the fact that your stud cat isn't doing what you think he should be doing, then have a look at what breed um, he is and have a little bit of a look around on the internet and ask other breeders about your particular breed and just find out whether or not what you're seeing seems pretty normal for what your breed is doing. And if it's not, don't be too fussed about it because like I said, every cat's an individual. Okay, I hope that was really helpful for you. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Make sure you visit www.catbreedingforbeginners.com where you can find articles, guides, courses and more. Plus, make sure you check out my amazing New Cat Breeders Club. It's a supportive space where new cat breeders can learn, share and help each other. I only take new members a few times a year, so sign up to make sure you don't miss out.